thank you brother bastian for uh, shouldering the responsibility and uh, thank you so much for this wonderful opportunity to come into your presence and then worship the lord with all of you saints all around the various places i see joyce there uh, good morning joyce good morning brother we have we have not connected at all after you got married i still remember the time we had uh, you know uh, spoke in one particular church you remember that yes right and yes. thank you for all that what you have done for uh, cbmc as well as to crown uh, we know it's called this compass right yes. this morning i was just uh, thinking what should we share you know god uh, put put in my heart a particular subject which i am struggling so i just thought i'll share that with you so that you will also understand if you are also struggling well let's find a way to understand god's purpose in our life we are not here uh, by accident you know psalm 139 even before we were formed in our mother's womb god says i knew you so if you are here watching me if i am speaking to you it's a god ordained purpose god ordained plan even before the foundation of the world god says i chose you not many people there are so many people in tamil nadu how many people are connected with us now very few 12 of them including me which means there is a purpose do i know the purpose do i live according to the purpose that's the question i had in my mind the sad answer is we are there yet we are not there so i think uh, it is prudent on our part to understand god's purpose so i'm just going to share a few slides there's no video normally i share with a lot of videos but uh, today i'm going to talk to you without videos so the first uh, slide is it's uh, nothing else but be fruitful in fact if you i'm just going to move this uh, away i hope you can see this full slide now so if you go to genesis first chapter 28 words it's a command given to all of us so he gave the command to our forefather mr adam and mrs eve saying that be fruitful multiply and take over this land and possess it that's what the first commandment god gave to us but we go not like being fruitful we are in going first into multiplication then only we are looking at fruitfulness so let's look at something what god declared about himself what jesus said he was and i don't know how many of you know how many times jesus claimed that he is any idea any thoughts i am a trainer so i keep asking questions seven times he said and what are they i am the bread of life i am the light of the world i am the door i am the good shepherd i am the resurrection and life i am the way the truth and i have given you the biblical uh, connections to it the last one really touches me i am the true vine so i asked a question to myself and asked why jesus talked about wine you know in those days if you look look at abahu third chapter 18th words is it when there is no fig in the trees you know if you look at that those were the conditions in israel 
you understand what i'm saying he talked about what was available and wine is one of them every day they used to drink wine and fig was one of the staple food similarly jesus compared himself to be a true vine and what are we we are the branches by the way what did some of the uh, things which jesus talked about us how many times said you are he said sometimes six times more than that i'm just giving you you are the salt and the light you are my friends you are my disciples you are my witnesses you are the branches are we the branch of the true vine is a question i have if you are a if you are a if you are a branch of the true vine then what happens the quality of the true vine will come into us and the fruit what we give will be corresponding to the fruit what god wants us to show to us us and to others so i'm going to read uh john 15:1 to 16 i think it's a very very uh you know known passage many of the other passages i won't be able to read because i just have 15 minutes i am the true vine and my father is the gardener he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit so the first question is are we bearing fruit connected no fruit while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes them are you getting pruned which means god is expecting you to bear more fruit if you are already clean because of the word i have spoken to you remain in me as i also remain in you no branch can bear fruit by itself remember this it must remain in the vine which means he says if you are remaining in the true vine then only you can bear fruit neither you can bear fruit unless you remain in me i am the vine you are the branches this this relationship should never be taken for granted then he says if you remain in me and i in you you will bear much fruit so if that connection and the relationship is there you are going to bear fruit apart from me you can do nothing i have heard people say oh he is a self made man my god i can't even move my little finger who brought who brought me into this uh, in front of the computer this morning it is god almighty who woke me up this morning if you put an alarm in front of a dead body will it wake up no god gave me the breath of life in my nostrils he woke me up i got up at 4:45 today so that i can uh, pray and prepare for this who woke me up it was him must remember that if you remain in me and you are not a branch that is thrown away and withers such branches are picked up thrown into the fire and burnt if you remain in me and my words remain in you you ask whatever you wish and it will be done to you to this my father's glory that you bear much fruit showing yourself to be my disciples i am reading from the english standard version as father has loved me so i have loved you now i remain 
now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love just as I have kept my father's commands and remain in love. I've told the youth this so that you, my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I've loved you. Greater love has no one to lay down one's life for one's friends. I think you can take Romans 5.8. While we were at sinners, Jesus Christ came and died for us on the cross. I called you friends for everything that I've learned from my father. I have made known to you. You did not choose me. I have chosen you. Just now we were talking about that. You and appointed you to go and that you might go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last. So that whatever you ask in my name, the father will give it to you. So we see five different types of wine. One is no fruit. That is the beginning. If some fruit is there and more fruit, much fruit, fruit and lasting fruit. Our intention, our focus, our, you know, plan is to go and attain the lasting fruit. So what was our condition even before we were saved? I think I will give you the Bible reference. You can go and read Ephesians second chapter 11 to 13. We had absolutely no connection at all. But once God brought us up, what happened? It says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. And all the old things have passed away. Everything has become new. Not only he pulled us out as we read in Psalm 40, verse 2, he pulled me out of a miry clay, put my foot on the rock and gave me a new song. That song is to just glorify God. Are we doing that? He also gave, gave us gifts. There are three types of gifts we can see in the Bible. First is Romans 12, 4 to 8. Then Ephesians 4, 11 to 14. And then, of course, all of us know 1 Corinthians 12, 4 onwards. So let's look at ourselves. Are we living to the expectation of Christ establishing us? Are we producing the fruits which God the Father is expecting from us? I think this question is not just for you people. It's including me. Remember the fig story. I think it's in Matthew 21, 18. So Jesus went and he was hungry and looked for fruit from a fig tree. It was not there. What did he do? And it was nice and uh, blooming with a lot of leaves. So Jesus thought there must be some fruit. Some of us are like that. We look very nice. Sunday morning, fantastic. Monday onwards, we go back to our own old self. Are we like that? And you know what happened to that freak tree. So, please also see Psalm 1 verse 3. That person is like a tree planted stream by the streams of water which yield fruit in the season. Are we yielding the fruit 
during this season? That's a question I have for myself. Right? Also, remember, by your fruit, they will recognize you who you are. I think the connection is there in Matthew 7, 16. So also read uh, Luke 6, 30, 43 to 45. And in Matthew 12, 33, Jesus says, make a tree good and his fruit will be good. Or make a tree bad, the fruit is also bad. For a tree is recognized by the fruit. Let me ask one question to all of us. Can people around us in my area, in my neighborhood, look at me and say, this guy is different. This guy is different from others. And I know that he's a child of God. Can anybody say that? Matthew 5.16 says, people will see your good deeds and glorify Jesus Christ in heaven. So that's a question I want to leave with all of you. And remember, there is a warning for all of us. Matthew 3.10, it says, the axe is already at the root of the trees. Every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. So the question I always ask is, who am I? What am I? Why am I in this world? Most of us say, oh, brother, you know, I am nothing, brother. I am small. You know, there's a same uh, excuse a lot of people gave. Starting with Moses. Then came to Gideon. A lot of people said the same thing. Who am I? God asked one question to Moses. What is in your hand? Ah, I've got a small stick. Really? Remember it was a snake in front of Pharaoh? Stretch out. Stretch out. I think uh, nowhere in the history a man stretches out a stick and the whole sea parts into two. Can he do that for you? Of course he can do that for you. Remember, God has a specific plan for you. And remember that you should do the duty what God is expecting you to do. So, fruit-bearing trees, when we are bearing fruit, normally what happens is we go around prune it. Sometimes I may be bearing fruit, but the fruit is can be better. I can bear much fruit. What happens? He digs a little, puts a little uh, fertilizer for it, gives you opportunities and expects you to bear better and much better fruit. So one question I have for all of us is, where are we today? Am I bearing fruit for which my Father in heaven has ordained me? Don't think it is the pastor's duty, it is the bishop's duty, it is the evangelist's duty, or it is brother's duty to do it. It is our duty, your duty and my duty. I don't ask you to go and stand at the street corner and start saying, oh, Jesus is coming soon. Please repent and read the word of God. That's not what I'm expecting you to do that. Live a life where 
the fruit of the spirit is exposed the dl moody beautifully said preach the gospel if necessary use a few words which means is my life showing that i am different is my life producing the fruit what god is expecting me to produce am i useful i think galatians 6:22 onwards he says fruit of the spirit is love joy peace is it being exposed in my life in tamil they say padikirathu ramayana idikirathu perumal koyil are we like that are we connecting to our walk with god in our life so when you look at the five types of wine first one no fruit no use at all it's a chaos it requires correction i remember we planted a mango tree at the backyard every year during the mango season it will beautifully flower believe me there will not be one fruit year one went year two went year three went my brother kept on saying ana we let's give a little more time for it to yield finally finally it gave only one fruit and the fruit also was decayed fruit what did i do next minute the axe was at the bottom i cut it off lo and behold let me share something with you if you are not using remember the ta- talents if you are not using the talent what has god has given you and i know all of us are talented god will cut you off the second one fruit i think there is order i think it requires a little more pruning ask one question to yourself how much of time i spend at the feet of the lord am i spending enough time is sunday is kept a holy day do i meditate upon his word or just i read the word for the sake pastor is saying that i must read at least one chapter i'm reading is it that we are looking for more fruit i think we have started abiding i think that's maturity much fruit is more maturity i think you are going to the next level i think eternity are we focused on eternity i think i am much older than all of you i have to look at eternity oh, all the others are young they do not have to look at eternity no everybody will have to look we remember we are investing into our lives investing into others lives that's the eternal purpose for which god has brought you and me in this life god has got great expectations i'll tell you and the more you do the more you have to do till you're called till you're called to the glory before you stand in front of god make yourself useful for others be fruitful to others i always say one thing to my wife when i stand in front of god the question i have is will he call me thou good and faithful servant you have been faithful in small things and i will make you in charge of bigger things come and join my fellowship will he say that that's a question i have for all of us
this morning. Thank you for giving me an opportunity. I had a long message, but uh, Mr. Uh, Samson said, you are given only 25 minutes. So I'm stopping with that. Any questions, any uh, uh, doubts, any uh, point you would like to share? I know God has spoken to all of us and uh, open. How gracious Heavenly Father. We come at your presence this morning. We just wanted to worship you, Lord. Thank you for who you are in our life. Thank you for this morning. Thank you for this new week. And Lord, as we pray, we want you to bless these brothers and sisters who are watching me and listening to me, Father. Lord, thank you for the message you have given. It's a wake-up call that if you are not bearing fruit, you will cut us off. Lord, that is the worst condition we can go through. You are also saying, without me, you can do nothing. We know that, Father. Help us to bear fruit. Help us to be a witness in our work area, in our business area. Several times we are tempted to give a bribe. Several times we want to achieve something, so we do things which are not correct. Quicken our conscience, Father, at the time. We know that with you in our boat, we can do everything. And this morning, Father, we bless you. We thank you. Help us to live a life which is befitting to the calling you have given us. Yes, Lord, especially during this week, we are starting what we call it as a lentes. It is not a morning time. It's a celebration because we know, Lord, you are reigning. You did not just die. You rose from the dead and you are waiting to come and take us up into the heaven. As we prepare ourselves, Lord, we need to prepare others also around us. Many people should know you. Many people should hear you. Many people should follow you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this wonderful morning. We bless you. We thank you. We praise you. We glorify you. In Jesus' most precious, matchless, wonderful name, we pray this prayer. Amen. Amen.